sensation Ryan Holmes <laughs> did you not not clock no I clocked your sunglasses I just thought it was because we recorded this on the Sunday after you all having uproarious Halloween parties and me sat alone well, that is part on a Saturday of it. night carving a I pumpkin. have some sinus things but but I'm just I'm, I'm crying I'm trying to create an ambience no it's it's you you <laughs> I, I created the same ambience by uh, sitting in my lovely living room with a nice uh, painted portrait, and you're um, playing the filmmaker. I'm playing the role of Matthew de Bergi. Yeah, <laughs> as I do so often in life. Um, no, I'm. I wouldn't be Marty to cast me. Oh, <laughs> I don't have somebody in mind, so you you won't be offending me. You'd be the guy at the Air Force base who's like, oh, mine's getting a little long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you play something that I can dance to? Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that is. <laughs> the wonderful Fred uh, Ward, who has died. Rest in power. Rest in power, Fred Ward. And I've said his name wrong five different times. It's definitely Fred Willard. <laughs> Fred Willard. I'm sure yeah. there's a Fred Ward that's also dead somewhere. I think there is. Let's check this. Yes, Fred Ward, who is dead. Um, yes. From... <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, from tremors and shortcuts. Yes. Um, rest in peace, Fred Ward. And Fred Willard, uh, for the record, is also dead. Um, uh, Fred Willard. Um we were deciding what episode to do. You wanted to do a comedy. How did this work? Mm -hmm. Did you say you wanted to do a comedy? And then I said, look at this I, list. I, I believe I said, yes, I wanted to do a comedy. And you said, here, revise the list of my favourites and pick one from them. But luckily, this one was a hit for once. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Um, and then this led to our next project, which is... yes. This is probably, no, it's not. I Well, I love all of Christopher Guest's films, uh, less so for your consideration. We won't be doing that. But it then led to, mm, okay, well, if we're going to do this, let's do Waiting for Government as well, which then will lead to, if you like Waiting for Government, then in the new year, we can do Best in Show 
and a mighty wind as well. Um, right. uh, but as you but, said that, the AC came on. A mighty wind. Best in <laughs> a mighty wind. The um, what was your knowledge of this? So right. So I gave you a list. Yes. Uh, which was the list I made a long time ago of my favourite 80s comedies. Um, let me get it for you now. 18. While you're getting that up, I'll tell just do a short origin story of my exposure to Spinal Tap. Mm. Um, so this is my first watch. Mm. However, I before this, I had seen the episode of The Goldbergs where they attempt to recreate Spinal Tap with uh, an unknowing Barry Goldberg and his band. But he thinks that it's a real documentary, but Adam is making it into the documentary. Um, is Barry the child? Is, is Barry... Barry is the, the old uh, kooky older brother. Oh. The one who's like, I'm amazing at karate and I'm going to be a rock star. So he thinks right. it's entirely in earnest. And I, I think now that I've seen them both, I think they nailed it. Premise was 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 good. Um, Do you prefer Goldberg's or Superstar? As two shows that I will never ever ever watch. That oh you come on! Yeah, I'm not going to do it. If you're not Did going to watch she? Mad Men, if you're not going to watch Mad Men, a show arguably the greatest show ever made, which has your guy Ben Feldman. Ben Feldman. Rest in power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't be dead. He's I not told, dead yet. As of, you, as of the 30th of October 2022, he's not dead. As of the 30th of October 2022, as was the case when we were recording the early Sundime episodes and Angela Lansbury wasn't dead and Will just mm. kept railing into Angela Lansbury. Oh, Thank still, you. Makes, still makes me laugh. But... No, I'm not going to jinx that one. There's somebody else who we mentioned could be dead earlier on. Uh, on the Nativity episode, oh, no, I, again, this comes dead out. Nativity. Nobody's dead in Nativity, but Lauren, when oh, she was on it, tangential. As, a weird, as a weird tangent, went, you know who I think is going to die? <laughs> <laughs> Can that be a segment from now on? Not even, we get Lauren back in every week, and she goes, here's <clears throat> I think is who I think is going to die. And here's the thing. She's still wrong about, well, and, well, spoiler alert, you're hoping that she's wrong forever so that you get the concert that you paid £600 for or whatever it was. So I am actually not going to that concert. We've sold the tickets, but we don't get the money until after the concert is over. Mm. Who made that deal with you? A man named John Elton. (laughs) It feels like a scam. These are the movies that you could choose from. Risky Business, Coming to America, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, The Naked Gun, Clue, National Lampoon's Vacation, This is Spinal Tap, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Fletch, Ghostbusters, Trading Places, Scrooged, A Fish Called Wonder, Tootsie, Airplane, and Caddyshack. Except we've already done Airplane, we've already done A Fish Called Wonder, we've already done Ferris Bueller. You wanted yeah, I to do think Trading I picked, Places. I wanted to do Ferris Bueller first, but I knew you'd already done that. We'd already done that. We, I, I'd have done it. I can do anything again. But this is good. This is good. Um, then you want to. What do they say about places. insanity? It's doing the same thing twice, expecting <laughs> different results. Three times. Did you know that before, or did you not know that until I? Yes, I, I oh, did. Right. I did know that before. 
I wrote this, quite possibly the greatest mockumentary ever made. Although there were films of the same ilk before, Reiner and Christopher Guest with This Is Spinal Tap invented the modern comedic mockumentary. If I was to put against it, how do I let spelling errors go past? I dedicate my life to this. If I was to put against it, I would have to look to a TV with work such as Ricky Gervais, The Office, or the future films of Christopher Guest and his merry band of merry actors. Merry band of merry no, actors. I, I read that wrong. With his band of merry actors, with comedy classics like Wayne for Government, Best yeah, in Show and Mighty Men. But this effortlessly tight comedic masterpiece and its wacky characters are forever indelible in the world of music and film alike and will forever be legends of the comedy world. Rian, that is a lot to read. What did that live did that live up to anything? I I would definitely agree. I was just sorry, I went on a bit of a tangent myself. I was trying to remember if I had uh seen many mockumentaries before um <laughs> why is that funny because i i think i know what you're gonna say what do you what am i gonna say <laughs> it rhymes with the last thing i just said what are you gonna say it's an arrogant thing what r.a Oh, yes. <laughs> when I was in Philadelphia I mean, for my semester abroad, I made a documentary called Ara, <laughs> called Ara, which is available to watch. Anybody can watch it. I'm proud of it to this day. Um, <laughs> Rian loves it. She doesn't think it should be an hour. She doesn't think it should be the length of Dr. Shivago. <laughs> I am just, I think it's it's a feat of innovation and a testament to how much you can as a as a british person coming to america rope so many people <laughs> into one project you've never watched ed wood have you no ed, ed wood rest in power <laughs> rest in power he is dead um, <laughs> um ed wood um but it is great probably my favorite burton movie and it if you want to see what it was like me making ra it's that it's me <laughs> everybody loves me Okay, so um, my current my current ranking of mockumentaries that I've seen goes <laughs> uh, pop star never stops stopping. Great film. Um, surfs up. Actually, surfs up is probably oh, the top. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, R A Spinal Tap. Okay, all right. So. I, you did You made the top five. I know that surfs up. You're trying to be ironic, so I'll count that a second. The um, <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely not. It was it was. When was the last cinema. time you watched surfs up? Um, about six months ago. You're kidding. Not no. And Why I think did you I, watch I hadn't surfs seen up? it. I hadn't seen it as a child, so it was like my. <laughs> my like second watch and i was like oh my god this is incredible is this for real no genuinely it's like it's 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 got the same charm as like when animated films do like blooper reels but that was like just the whole 
the whole that is, film. That is that is very charming. I do enjoy that on Toy Story 2. And it's just great. I have no is it, note. Is it, is it Toy Story 2 when they also insert the, the blooper from uh, Burt Reynolds? From... from Bug's Life. Oh, I was um, going to say Smokey and the Bandit. No, that's Anchor. <laughs> they put a blooper from Smokey and the Bandit in Anchor. Um, is it but oh Bugs Life? Is that technically a mockumentary, Anchorman? I thought you were saying Bugs Life. <laughs> um, no, not in any way, shape, or form. No, yeah. No, it's I'm just not a mockumentary. You just can't remember the film. The uh, um, no, it's not a mockumentary. But you know what is a mockumentary? RA. This was all a trick. Oh. I've, I've brought you here. I've brought you here for RA emergency episode. Um, no. There is a line in Spiral Town. There is such a fine line between stupid and clever. Perhaps there is no greater statement of intent mm. within a piece than when it comes to this is Final Tap. There is, and there is one big thing that sets this apart from so many things. Commitment. Mm. I watched over two hours of special features on my Blu-ray. There isn't one of them where Christopher Guest or Michael McKeon or Harry Shearer or Rob Reiner are there as themselves. Every single interview is as Spinal Tap. There is a full documentary called Return to Spinal Tap where they're going around in character, old English houses going, yeah, we used to live, yeah, we used to live out there. And it, it is, it's complete commitment. They still talk about Marty DeBerge saying it was a hatchet job. <laughs> Rob Reiner is back at full, a full commercial filmmaker after making, I don't know, Misery when Harry Met Sally stand by me, a few good men. And um, when Harry Met Sally, did I say when Harry Met Sally? Mm -hmm. Anyway, yes. uh, lots, of, lots of movies. The Princess Bride. Lots of movies. Did I say The Princess Bride? No. The Princess Bride. Um, and he still comes back to do a fake interview as Marty DeBerge. There is, there is not a single... Who wouldn't, interview. though? There is, I can't find a single interview where they talk about this film not as the characters. And it is an absolute commitment to making this feel like a real documentary. I told, my dad asked me, what podcast are you doing tomorrow or whatever? And I said, this is Spinal Tap. And he was like, oh yeah, I remember them. My dad in 2022 only just found out that Spinal Tap were a fake band. That is brilliant. It's the love because I get it if you never watched Waiting for Government and you didn't watch any of the other things and yeah you don't if you don't yeah. know I mean it's, a, it's, an, it's, it's a new it, it was definitely a revolutionary medium for the time and like now you've got thing, more things like you know Borat which yeah. straddles the line between like you know Real and real and fake and stupid and clever and, and I mean everything yeah. on the internet now. Like you see someone behaving strangely online, and the first thought is, "Oh, this is like a character," mm. rather than someone behaving in earnest because we live in a post-humor, uh, post-ironic world. But I think this is be, what pioneered it for sure. There'll definitely be examples that I'm too lazy to research, but. There had been fake documentaries and there had been that sort of thing, but it had never been really done to this blockbuster level as mm -hmm. a comedy. 
yeah. and not with this improvisational uh, quality, which makes it the film that it is. Again, we'll talk about this with the other movies. The first, like, I, I think it took him a year to edit Waiting for Government. I mean, it's it's still a 90-minute movie, which is the blessing grace of it. But it, hours and hours and hours of improvisation. And you can tell. And as an actor watching it, as a filmmaker watching it, you go, oh, what a brilliant way to make this feel more real. But as a, as I don't want to say lame and that's cruel. <laughs> watching it, you go, oh my God, they're a real band. Um, and in 1980, what is this, 1984? Um, oh, I don't ever have anything up. 1981. It is 1984. 1984. You don't know any of these people really. And and away to the you're away to the races. And yeah. Beyond maybe I don't know, Billy Crystal, <laughs> but again, but then again, he's under he's under my makeup. And you know, you <laughs> you you fall. For I it literally and, I did not know it was Billy Crystal until I just looked at yeah. the cast. Come on, come on, mime is money. Uh, <laughs> we'll go on to, of course, be you know uh, Harry in uh, in where I'm sorry, mm. working with Rebrina again. Um, so, what was your knowledge of Spinal Tap? What was what was what did what did you know? Well, as I say, I, I, the I found out it through uh, through the Goldberg. So I knew the premise. I knew the setup was like, you know, following this this spoof uh, rock band. Um, but I didn't, I mean, I had like expectations as to kind of the, the tropes and the, the real life instances that they would like play off of, but I didn't expect it to be so overt, but I appreciated it. It's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's all kind of British boy bands gone global. Like. <laughs> Did it work? Please don't make. Don't let this be a doubter of an episode. Don't let oh, this be. Abs in a, in a, it absolutely works. It's oh, it's right up my street, and I look forward to all all the other uh, ones we've got in store. I've only got two changes. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> ominous. <laughs> um, I have uh, several. No, I'm joking. Um, I haven't actually thought of a change. Um, I'm sure I'll think of something, but I'll think of something. You'll think as of, of something. as of right now, I've 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 got no notes. No, that's all right. I've put here bring week. back. <laughs> yeah, I've put here bring back funny trailers. So in this, there's a trailer uh, where he says, "I'm not going to actually show you anything from the movie because it's not ready yet." Instead, here's footage from a cheese festival, and it's just all the actors <laughs> in like a Danish fake cheese festival. And then at the end, I like goes, that. I do. And then at the end, he goes. Do you think I should have shown something from the movie? Bring back funny trailers. I like there's yeah. loads of funny Woody trailers. Uh, Woody Allen, of course, just in case anybody was confused. Uh, um, I, I can't think of any other examples. When the Muppets came out, they re-edit. Re they it was the same year as Go with the Dragon Tattoo, uh, our, your other favorite film that I've shown you, and uh, they re-edited the trailers of Muppets. <laughs> Oh my god, that is probably the worst one that I could think to be muppified. Uh, let me show you the post. I want a live reaction. Muppets oh no. dragon tattoo post. I'm, I'm at an 
nerfed. Oh, it's incredible. Oh, I'm just just looking at it again. For it's context, for our 12 viewers, I hated the girl with the dragon tattoo <laughs> and I slated it. I didn't know our friendship could come back from it, but it did. It 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 did because, well, no, I didn't convince you at all. I, I... <laughs> no, so I think the... I think I did backtrack on a few points because like there were things that I could appreciate about it, but just all in all, just not happy. It's not a, so that's the original poster. Uh-huh. And then oh, so are we talking the the poster or the whole trailer? They did the whole trailer, but I'm not going to have dead air for three minutes whilst you watch the Muppet version of. Well, why can't you play it? I spliced it in. Do it in post. Oh, not, we've not mentioned the name Spinal Tap. What? I don't think we've we've talked a lot, but we haven't actually said the words <laughs> Spinal Tap. Once. Are you looking at the poster? This is oh no. <laughs> this is my new screensaver. Uh, there they are. Um, why the, did you change the date? Because it's the date the Muppets is released. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to advertise the girl with the dragon tattoo. I thought that someone just did that for fun. I didn't know it was an actual marketing scheme. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of people on the internet. Yeah, Very bored. And of course, I think you're more surprised that it wasn't me. I know. The Muppet is 2011 and Go with the Dragon Tattoo 2011 might be the biggest cross-section in my life. <laughs> um, that was a big year in the Carruthers household. Oh, what else happened in 2011? Um, and I was still alone. Uh, 2011 movies. All right. You were 12. Get over it. I was 11. Um, uh, source Code came out. Not a bit... Not, Lincoln Lawyer, I like a lot. Uh, uh, mm, no, not a great. Oh, The Descendants. I do love The Descendants. Anyway, this is not the Tom, Thomas Crothers 2011. We need to um, talk about. Uh, oh no. Kevin? Uh, yeah, I was going to say that, but I don't think that's in the 2011. Bridesmaids! Another big movie. Another big movie for Thomas Crothers. Um, here, have a seven and seven. I mean, I'm only thin, so you should be fine. Great, great film, great film. Um, no, I feel I, I feel fine. I just really need to get off this white carpet. Spinal Tap, a movie yes. even more quotable. As I love these sunglasses, these Robert De Niro at the end of Casino sunglasses that you're wearing. That um, I'm committed <laughs> to the bit, like the fine folks in this is Spinal Tap. Indeed, indeed, indeed. This is Spinal Tap. Again, absolute commitment to the bit. They're all incredible mm -hmm. musicians, so they're all playing live. These are all songs they wrote. You know, they can all actually play the instruments. They're all actually, that is Michael McKeon singing. They're incredibly, incredibly um, talented musicians, which we'll find again in A Mighty Wind. Um, but they're, they're incredibly talented musicians and also incredible comedians and also incredible actors. Now, I don't really have a Tom's Big Question hot take about this because he's proven himself three times over that he can direct these movies himself. But what do you think the secret sauce is with Rob Reiner directing this? This is a hard question for me to pose to you because you've not seen the other ones yet. Sorry, well, um, I just disassociated after you said secret sauce. 
<laughs> Why am um, I down? Uh, am I not up to date on the on the youth? Do they say secret sauce or something else? No. Um, what was the question? Things that Rob Reiner specifically brings to the table. Yes. Let me pause for thought. These sunglasses are doing you no favours. I saw you check your phone. I saw you Google Rob Ryder. I'm looking at my notes. Um, oh, sure. I mean... Does it... I mean, it, his, is his, his repertoire is all very... I, I, I think he's a great director. His rep is very, like, eclectic. <laughs> his um, rep's incredibly eclectic. And I think it brings, if nothing else... A filmmaking solidification that mm. perfects this formula before they even before Christopher Guest takes it even further. Um, it there there's it sort of leaves in a way nowhere else to go, and yet mm. he manages to go there. He doesn't go there by perfecting by taking it by making it better. He makes them just as good, just with uh, wonderfully different uh, topics. Um, Ten minute stretch. I've, I've really struggled with 10 minute stretch because uh, it's such a So did I. Movie. I have an it awful is, lot of um, single minutes. Me too. I, well, I've got, I've actually got the same amount of each. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did struggle, um, like you say, because it's so, it like, fragmented. And also on a first watch, it's hard to, like, tell when a sequence is going to, like, you know, feel complete. Um, I have some fake ones. Uh, I have the album cover discussing the to start <laughs> to start with. Um, yeah, you've got a greased up woman with a dog and then Ian. Oh. Yes, with the duck. Yes, with the duck. Yes. Uh, yeah. um, they think it's sexist. What's wrong with being sexy? Um, <laughs> sexist. Ian. Sexist. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, and then uh, <laughs> you know, shoving a gloved hand. You should have seen the album they wanted to do. I assure you, it wasn't a glove. Uh, <laughs> do you, before we continue with ten minutes stretch, do you have a do you have a favorite tap? Do you have a favorite tap member or oh. or character beyond tap? I I, I got to be honest. I thought you were going to ask me a question as the token woman. Um, <laughs> was it really? Was it really sexist? Do they really have the um no, I think I think they all complement each other in different ways. Um I mean David is obviously a front runner. Um as like the Lennon of the group. Um ooh. Ooh, ooh. no, I mean I despise like call like the trope of calling someone the Yoko because it's all kinds of like misinformed, but that, that leads me on to my next 10 minute stretch, which is Genie as the Yoko of the <laughs> I know what you're getting at though. Like I use that very like sparingly, like for yeah. want of a better a better word. I think Yoko is um, fine. Get back. She got she got Yoko got off scot-free on get back. Yoko's fine. Well, no, she's not. People will still say Yoko the group. Have you ever watched 30 Rock where Jenna Maroney, uh, the Jenna episode where she's the Yoko no. that breaks up the Wiggles? <laughs> <laughs> you should watch 30 Rock. I don't think there is a show more attuned 
to our our sense of humor than than say I, I it's it's I absolutely did. it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I, we're discussing the um, the album you. cover. Oh yes, <laughs> was it a fake one? Because there's later a callback. Have you compiled those? Uh, no, no, I've put, moments? I've put here, I've put here, I, I put that as a, as a, a minute stretch is, is bullshit here. I only have, <laughs> I only have two real nominations, which are Stonehenge. Stonehenge! <laughs> which I have a couple of lines which I'll, I'll talk about later. And then um, Paul Schaefer is Artie Fufkin. <laughs> An incredible, incredible performance. Forget you about wish Bruce. you could name characters. As, good as, as effectively as Artie Fufkin. Artie Fufkin. Uh, forget about personal. We have a relationship here. And, you know, kick my ass. I'm not asking. I'm telling you this time. Kick my ass. No, really. Really. Kick my ass. Incredible shit. Uh, <laughs> um, however, Stonehenge is the obvious choice. Uh, what were your yes. ones that you written down? I had Stonehenge. Um, the... The opening kind of party sequence where we meet the wonderful electric Fran Drescher. Um, <laughs> what's, and, the, what's the what's the um, um, SNL uh, Merry Christmas Charlie Brown with the <laughs> New York Actors Community? Oh, God. And it's Al Pacino as Charlie Brown. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and it's Philip Seymour Hoffman as Snoopy or whatever. And he goes, yeah, I think Christmas is overrated. And then it goes, and then and the voice as the voice of the parents, the incomparable Fran Drescher, and it's Cecily Strong going, you know, don't you move that, don't you move that goddamn. They just don't make them like that no more. They don't. Did you watch the Jack Harlow the other day? No. You're in America. Are you going to watch Saturday Night Live live? Well, I don't have cable TV. Oh. Um, which is a big draw. But, mm. I mean, I just end up, I watched the skit highlights on YouTube like I always yeah, do. Yeah, so, I, you know. I did this morning. It's and a I, I watched hour. some. I watched some reruns on the plane over. That was fun. Oh, which reruns? Um, oh, I did some in political and then <laughs> <laughs> some in, they impersonated some people. <laughs> My favorite thing is watching things out of time. Like mm. it's going to like I love the Billy Chris I love Oscar's intros and I don't like I, there are I love the jokes that land but I also love when like Billy Crystal will go and of course uh, Jack Nicholson's here and uh, he made a pretty big splash in uh, about Schmidt uh, but then again so did Rupert Dejo and then everybody laughs, and I have no idea who Rupert Dejo is. Oh, I remember that, which one I watched. It was a Christmas special, um, including with Amy Adams. The no, it was the night. Uh, it was the night after the Grinch stole Christmas, where he ends up having a threesome with the parents with Kristen Wiig. Yes. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. And it made me very uncomfortable because I had a middle seat. And I was worried about being judged by the people next right. to me. Right. We have four minutes before our first break. We need to, I want to do this now. We need to talk about this now. Movies on planes. Why am mm. I self-conscious? Why do I give a shit? Why do I care? I wanted to watch Fire Island. I downloaded it and I was like, mm, I'm going to look on IMDb if there's any 
gay sex in this so that people don't look over at my iPad and think, what, what who, you know, who's this guy watching full frontal sex on a plane? <laughs> I watched, I couldn't watch Bad Teacher on a goddamn plane when I was a, I don't know, a kid going to Florida because somebody else was watching it and my mum went to the toilet and saw the scene where Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake are dry humping and she was like, no, you can't watch that. So I got duped by somebody walking back. We need to we need to change how we watch things on planes. Things. This I mean, is, my question is more like why why are those options there when they know that we're not we're going to be too uncomfortable to watch next to strangers? Like there is a part like you know, it's just like I I I wanted to watch Fire Island. I got it downloaded. I mm. love Bowen Yang. I love Matt Rogers. I was so excited, and then I was like. Oh, I've heard this is quite sexy. I mean, there is also the novelty of watching somebody else watching something a bit, not even like risque, but strange, and then like squirming about it. So my mum and my sister on a vacation watched Downsizing. Um, and yeah. they were just like laughing at the all the tiny genitalia. Yeah, Downsizing was fine. Downsizing was Are we ready for the conversation that Downsizing was pretty good? Um, I don't think today is the day. No, no, it's not today. I don't think it's, I don't think it's this year. I don't think I'm ready. Uh, I'll, I'll wait. Uh, I can wait. Alexander Payne. We can wait for you, Alexander Payne. Um, what were your nominations for 10 Minute Stretch? Um, oh, yeah, so the party. Don't and then I also the had I had an honourable mention for the um, end credits because it had yeah. some of the best. And, I mean, they're all they're also in lines, um, best yeah. lines. But I think a good third to a half of them are in that final yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. Because I think it was just everything that they wanted to include, but didn't know how to like keep the pace of the entire thing. Yeah. So they were like, here you go. Here's too, everything funny we've ever said on the fly. Yeah, too, too specific. And, and, and improvisation gets a bad rap, but it shouldn't. Editing should get the bad rap. Those, you know, scenes in This Is 40 <clears throat> and those scenes in 40-Year-Old Virgin are not bad in, the, are not long and arduous and, uh, oh, pardon me, and unfunny because of their improvisation on their self. Mm. It's because they haven't been edited down to 90 <clears throat> minutes. Oh, yeah, it makes it makes or breaks the entire thing. Um, and I think it's what, like, Mumblecore has, like, gotten down to fine art. I know that's not all, like, improvised usually, but they know how to like have a really succinct and like, but still wordy conversation mm. and then like cut to something else. I think that's the other um, impressive thing about Spinal Tap is they commit to things fully, but the editing doesn't let them. And therefore mm. it doesn't take itself so seriously that it's like, you want to laugh, wait for a laugh. It just immediately cuts away. And I like, like there's that. A, there's a lot of times, and I don't know if it's on purpose, but there are hard cuts. And I think it's because they immediately started laughing. Like, yeah. that, you know, you can't, Probably. Really, you can't really dust for vomit. How can you not immediately start <laughs> laughing? At, and and it, it, it immediately cuts out. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back. <clears throat> this is a real thing that just happened. I just went into uh, my room. My mother's watching the uh, Strictly Halloween special that has somebody doing the Bette Midler hocus pocus, I put a spell on you. And uh, she just said, is this from Rents? <laughs> I said, no, it's from hocus. Who would sing that, you think? Uh, 
Angel. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, this is our Halloween special. Um, uh, no, we had our Halloween special. You were on for Carrie. I was indeed. Um, one of these days, I'll force you to watch me a movie. That was in English. Uh, um, we did our 10-minute stretches. We did the arbitrary conversation about who's your favourite Spinal Tap ever. Um, Tom's who's, the one, who's, the, who's the dumb one again? What's Nigel Tuffnell. Nigel Tuff yeah, I is, think, actually, I want to change my vote to Nigel. Who is Christopher Guest? You do know this. I did not. Okay, okay, there you go. Uh, so you'll be seeing him a lot. Um, especially as Corky St. Clair in Wake Government. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about spirit animals. Um, Tom's weirdly specific favourite parts of the film. Hello, I'm Marty Bergie, the little dog that runs out of the car. That was me. Um, one of Britain's loudest bands. Um <laughs> We are Spinal Tap for the UK. You must be the USA. <laughs> Bruno Kirby holding a sign that says Spinal Tap. <laughs> Billy Crystal is a mime. Mime is money. Um, Any time, really, that Marty DeBergi is nodding solemnly, but specifically, I know he died um, in a bizarre gardening accident and then straight cut to Rob Ryder going, yeah, yeah. Um, intravenous de Milo. <laughs> Maybe my favourite gag in the entire film is uh, a review here of Shark Sandwich. Um, it's just two words. Shit sandwich. They can't print that. They can't, really? They can't be real. Um, I, I, can't, I, I can't hear anything. Yeah, but you would if it was playing. Um, He's stealing all my lines. <laughs> right, you go, you go, you go, you go. Okay. Uh, I also had distinguished place in rock history as one of England's loudest bands. Um, just the lyric. I mean, all the lyrics from Big Bottom are incredible, but specifically, <laughs> Big Bottom drives me out of my mind. How could I leave this behind? That is genuinely a song <laughs> down level lyric. Honestly. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, my baby fits me like a flesh tuxedo. I love to sink her with my pink torpedo. And it's, the thing is, it's not even a far cry from Fat Bottom Girls, like in terms not of the all. audacity yeah. of the lyrics. I saw her on Monday, was my lucky Monday, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I love her each weekday, each velvety cheek day. My love gun's loaded and she's in my sights. Big game's waiting there inside her tights. Incredible. <laughs> I, I actually uh, recently watched um, the Glee episode from season two where Puckerman is trying to woo Lauren's Ices and sings Fat Bottom Girls, which <laughs> shock horror offends her. So he decides to change the song to one he's composed himself <laughs> called Big Ass Heart. Um, I don't know if you remember this composition. I don't at all. This is incredible. Well, you have to revisit the lyrics because they're incredible. When your heart flies coach, it has to buy two plane tickets. <laughs> um, and that just, I mean, it's all its all coming together. Um, what day did the Lord invent Spinal Tap and couldn't he have rested on that day too? That's, that felt like it had Carruthers all over it. Um, that, is, that is good, yeah. 
I don't remember what the pre- the preceding line was. He like someone like insults the the guy, and he's like, "I'm just as I'm God, just made, as God me, made me, sir." sir. <laughs> he calls him a twisted old fruit. Yeah, he calls him a twisted old fruit. That I'm just as God made me, sir. Uh, great stuff. Um, the uh, the interview where the segment with the guitar tour. Could if you were playing it, you can't touch it. Can I look at? No, you can't even look at it. You can't even look at it. Um, the moment when Janine comes back, and just the just the dead no, pan over the tano. David, smell the glove is here. Hello, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> Janine is great. I think we there's. It's not easy to do the Yoko shit because they don't play up that she's Yoko-y. I think worst case scenario is obviously she's a terrible Asian stereotype. Like, well, thankfully she's I think her own they, I think they do in the sense of like, she's very kind of alternative and like holistic. And it's like, she got me into <laughs> meditation. Like we yeah. do all these <laughs> retreats together, you know. Before, like, before Jeannie, I was just grabbing whatever transcendental um, religion was popping through my transom. Uh, <laughs> brilliant um, um, the question is and I think this is a good a good um, temperature check if me and David did Spinal Tap did David and uh, uh, Nigel's costumes would you be happy to be Jeannie I think the answer is oh, yes I would absolutely Jeannie's good <laughs> yeah. um, but Couples costuming is a sore subject as of this day right now. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this is great. Should we, do you want to do a marriage story podcast again? <laughs> yes, back to back. <laughs> uh, no, um, faithful viewers, I, I'll share my plight with you. You might we have mentioned planned, it on the marriage I, story podcast. I probably did, but this this is when it was in the works, and now oh, the time is coming do, and gone. <laughs> Sorry, my my can picked up my coaster. <laughs> um, to, it's a serious moment. It, it, um, is, it is, it is. So I am in the US of A, and I said, wouldn't it be fun? In August, I said this, wouldn't it be fun to do a couple's costume um, from from across the pond? And then when someone asks, oh, where's your, where's your counterpart? You show them a little picture. And then it's like, oh, we're, we've, we've committed to the bit. And of course... Rian was going to a Victorian era ball, so it was common for people to ask her, where is your counterpart? Where is your suitor? Um, but no, so I decided to be Joyce uh, Joyce Byers from Stronger Things, um, and he was going to be my uh, Sheriff Hopper. Son. <laughs> well, I, do, I, did have a, I, I did have a will uh, with me, yes, so, so that was good. This, I, this- I, I could fall back on this. I haven't watched Stranger Things in series one. Do they get together? Oh, I can't spoil it. <laughs> I don't give they a do. shit. They do get together. They oh, do get good. together. That's good. That's um, good. Winona does a... Well, we, we, me and my friend does. just watched the last half hour of Beetlejuice whilst eating our curry. Great movie. Oh. As you were. <laughs> um, so it gets to like a day before the function. Ooh. And he said, well, I've I've... I can't go as Hopper now because the costume didn't arrive. And I saw it through him like a cheap 
plastic cover and I said cheap plastic <laughs> police hats yes and I said well actually Asa came up with this horrendous singer um typically things don't arrive when you don't order them and he crumbled and he said I didn't order it and I've gone as Bob Ross instead uh, so now I have a vendetta against the Bob Ross company which I did before um people named Bob <laughs> but people named Bob Halloween uh, pagans, <laughs> the Duffer brothers. And Winona Ryder, I'm taking her down. I'm taking her down <laughs> with me. If she can't have anybody, Lily Allen. <laughs> then we can be happy on this holiday. Um, so, yeah. I think the big winner of this story is Asa with that incredible line. It was great. It was great. <laughs> I got to hand it to him. Um, yeah, uh, next up, uh, best line. I've got here Asa with, uh, you didn't, if you did, never will come if you don't order it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so it's really specific uh, favourite part of the film. Before you keep stealing all of mine, see, you don't, it's not funny, is it? Um, David reading a leaflet, what's the difference between golf and miniature golf? Um, Nigel's face reaction to news of Jeannie coming um, and then David, she says she can hear I'm eating too much sugar over the phone um, <laughs> the, we were at the Isle of um, that was it, the Isle of Lucy Festival <laughs> great stuff welcome National Company of the Wiz and Spinal Town uh, Nigel's guitar solos with the violin <laughs> Um, I mean, this oh, is the part of, this part of the Stonehenge 10 minute stretch, but just little people dancing around Stonehenge is the funniest thing. Oh my thing God. I think world. also, like, the, the the suspense of like them being on stage and no, it's like the piano down the stairs. You know it's coming, but you don't know when. And then just seeing it lower to the ground. Oh my God. Um, uh, I've got here the final, com <laughs> final combustion of the drummer at the very, very end. <laughs> One more dead drummer. And then, oh, God. genuinely, I think, what are the hours? Not only one of the great final lines of a film, one of the smartest, dumbest jokes ever. That is just incredibly dumb and incredibly stupid, but incredibly smart. I, I just, just to, think it just is. Just to round off the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I, my one of my moments was... was the initial interview with just the drummer being like, well, uh, you know that this this is potentially going to happen. And he's Do you like, have well, any fears the, law of, for your life? the law of averages, you know, the law of averages is on my side. I think I used that in conversation um, like a few days ago, a few weeks oh, ago, right. after that film. I was like, well, the law of averages, I'm going to succeed. Like, obviously, Rob Ryan is not like, an actor first. Well, no, that's completely untrue. He got his start acting, so he was quite literally. An he actually actor made a start first. in uh, in the crochet industry. <laughs> One of my worst quiz questions is Suzanne Crochet uh, became the world's leading crochet uh, Guinness World Book of Records by crocheting four thousand whatever stitches in in how many minutes? Blue. It's a multiple of ten. It's the it's one of the it's a terrible question. Is it forty minutes? Thirty. Oh, damn. Damn it, Suzanne Crochet. <laughs> uh, uh, My name's not actually Suzanne no, Crochet. Not, not, no, Crochet. <laughs> um, but like Rob Reiner's just like 
complete effacement to never go for a gag, never like try to make Marty funny, just playing it completely deadpan. I think that is quite, um, it's one of those, again, Yeah, it needed to be. Because, well, because he's like, he's like the viewer, but also like he's got to get you on board with like utter like enamorment and like <clears throat> support of these like crazy characters. It'd be like if, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Oh yeah, R.A. If the character of Abby was on the screen. The thing is, uh, R.A. is actually a really interesting social experiment um, <laughs> because a lot of these people aren't acting. They are they are there appearing as themselves, and they've been forced no, to they sit in a room it. and watch we... you perform for an hour and a half. <laughs> I I dread to think how many hours of footage that actually is. If you had to condense it to an hour and twenty, no, I th- no, everything's in there. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can tell by the fact that it's an hour. It's nine hundred <laughs> hours of footage. <laughs> you should be thankful it's not longer. No, mm. the um, uh, where should we go next? Building our set very quickly. Obviously, Stonehenge. Do you have Stonehenge. any other? Do you have any other nominations? Um. Oh God. I mean. The Air Force base with like the <laughs> just just for like soundscaping of like the um, radio transmitter things happening like just over the music. Yeah. Um, oh, wonderful, Fred Willard. Are we? Are we? Uh, did we condense lines and and specific moments? Because I do have a couple. No, more no. Best lines. Okay, best okay, lines. Can okay. we? Okay. Best single minute. We'll do best single. No, let's do soundtrack corner now. Let's do soundtrack corner. Yeah. We like to be loosey goosey. Um, off the top of your head, do you have a top? Do you have like a top song? I mean, all of these are on Spotify, and I do like listen to them like real songs. <laughs> um, I would have to say it's a tie between uh-huh. the beloved Big Bottom. And give me some money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want. The terms. Give me some money. Yeah. Or maybe you, you, you know what I want. Do, 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 do. <laughs> or maybe you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it just captures like the, the, the like kitschy 60s lyrics that actually aren't saying anything at all. Yeah. And then, and then and we, when we hear later, cups and cakes. I can move a fuck cups and cakes with you. And then again, even better, sorry, even more better, um, perfectly aping the time period of how they're just an artistically just a bullshit band and they'll just do whatever trend they want. Listen to the flower people. Listen, listen. Um, <laughs> again, all of these songs are credited to guest writer, McKee and Terry Shearer. Um, I, I'm a big, I think, Tonight I'm going to rock you tonight as an opening song is a not only a great song but is also an incredible way to open your film. Yes. Um, other honourable mentions. Oh man, uh, I've got some lyrics. I, I I also like about tonight I'm going to rock you tonight is that it it plays up on the on, on what I have often seen as the worst trend in music, which is the twist that you're talking about a child. <laughs> um, 
you know, oh. it starts off as little girl, it's a great big world, but there's only one of me. And you think it's okay, little girl, sure, infantilizing shit. But this happens multiple times. Claire by Gilbert O'Sullivan. Brotherhood of Man's Save Your Kisses for Me. Save Your Kisses for Me is a whole love song. And then at the end, even though you're only three. And it's like, oh. it's supposed to be a cute twist that he's talking to his daughter. <laughs> But this, uh, you know, this, but this takes it further. You go, you're, you're sweet, but you're just four feet and you've still got your baby teeth. You're too young and I'm too well home. But tonight I'm going to rock you. Tonight I'm going to rock you. Oh, God. <laughs> but I just know, cause, yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, Hellhole is, is just a, like a legitimate oh, great song. Oh, Hellhole, yes. Everyone lends a hand in a Hellhole. Yeah. Don't know what um, to say in this hello. This is uh this is from Sex Farm. <laughs> sex, Sorry. Sex farm. I'm just, Incredible. I just revisited it. Working on a sex farm, hosing down your barn door, bothering your livestock, because they know what I need. <laughs> Working up a hot sweat, crouching in your pea patch, plowing through your bean field, planting my seed, sex farm woman. Not too different from Sex Bomb by Tom Jones. Exactly. This is your why national, it's so brilliant. National, it works on so many levels. Yes, my national, uh, my patron saint. I mean, again, going back to Big Button, the bigger the cushion, the sweeter the cushion, that's what I said. The looser the waistband, the deeper the quicksand. Or so I have read. Also, I have read. Also, I have read might be my favourite part of that lyric. Yeah. <sighs> Um, I also really liked um, the the little snippet of Saucy Jack from the Jack the Ripper. I have that in terms of uh, question. Musical. Would, yeah. would a rock opera about Jack the Ripper be good? And Because it, it's basically going to be Sweeney Todd. Right? Yeah, yeah, it would. Somebody has, somebody's um, written that. Somebody has pitched and, that. Oh, yeah. If not, it'll be me. Yeah, Saucy and, Jack. You're a naughty one, Saucy Jack. You're a haughty one, Saucy Jack. Nobody addresses that it's just, you're a mean one, Mr. Green. Mr. Green. <laughs> I also enjoyed the classical solo during Heavy Duty after he says that his influences of Bach and Beethoven. Well, we all know the best part. We all know the best song, which is one of my nominations for single minutes. You know, you know, it's it's uh, you know influences of Mozart and Bach, so it's like a Mark piece. It's playing this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece of music, and then uh, what's what what's it called? Um, this one's called "Lick My Love Pop." Just incredible, incredible shit. Um, oh dear, that was soundtrack, but it has to be big pop. All of these yeah. are actually also legitimately good songs. I know. I didn't realise that they were on Spotify, and now I'm immediately going to go. This, this is Final Tap, 1984. It's also got Christmas with the Devil, which is a big hit on my Christmas playlist. Um, it's great stuff. Best single minute. I have here the opening with Marty DeBerge, who is clearly uncomfortable on screen the moment where he's trying to get comfortable and he folds his arms, immediately puts them down by his side and immediately puts them... <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff. Um, um, the, first, the first sort of interview where they talk about the... Uh, start talking about the drummers and they start talking about the Thamesmen and they start, you know, we were both in a skiffle group, which is just straight Beatles origin story. And, you know, there was... Um, we called ourselves the Originals, but there was another group called the Originals. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we changed ours. London, so, you know, yeah. Um, but then they changed theirs, <clears> and we thought we'd I, change yeah. back. I love those initial stretches of, like, talking about their origins and, and Pete's spontaneous combustion where they first talk about, you know, like, it, it has happened. It has been known to happen. Uh, I've got it. I've here we go. Sorry, these are the uh, these are the fictional and deceased drummers of Spinal Tap. John Stumpy Peeps, um, who appears in the Give Me Some Money video, who died in a bizarre gardening accident. Um, Eric Stumpy Joe, who choked on his own uh, on vomit of an unknown origin. Pardon me. <laughs> it wasn't even his vomit. Yeah, Someone else's. You know, yeah, you can't really dust for vomit. Uh, Peter James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> who combusted at the Jazz and Blues Well, it was more I of a Blues Jazz Festival. What his full name was. Um, Mick Shrimpton, who is the uh, the guitar, the drummer throughout the film. Throughout the who discourse, ex- yes. Who, who exploded on stage. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, th- th- throughout the years, there have been others. Uh, Joe Mama Besser. Richard Rick Shrimpton, Sammy Stumpy Bateman, Scott Skippy Scuffleton, Chris Popper Cadoo, uh, plus nine other drummers at various times, all of whom. No way did dead. they put a Joe Mama joke in in the 80s. That is ahead of its time. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's ahead of its time in every way, shape, or form. Uh, my, uh, my, oh, my last single minute, I was going to say, um, the harmonizing at the graveyard. <laughs> Incredible. Hi, where's since my baby left me? We've got to be in the same key. <laughs> Shit. That is just that is just like that is just like mine and my friends' conversations. Like we it will just evolve into a bit, usually with like a bad northern accent. Um <laughs> my culture is not a costume. <laughs> What was that? Was that from the SNL Jack Harlow? No, it's just oh. a thing people say. Oh, yeah. Because people and then they keep made... using cultures as costumes. And then they made Jack Harlow say it, and he can't deliver yeah. a joke, so it just sounded like he was being bad. Uh, I need to go watch it now. Uh, Asa, you'd, li- you'd like this. Asa asked me today, um, quite panicked, if being a Greek god for Halloween was cultural appropriation. <laughs> Things have things have gone too far. What's next? You can't wear a sombrero and you know. no. Um, what's the? This is a great question. What's the costume you wish you could wear in, but you can't anymore? I'm what are kidding. you trying you to do? Try, you don't have to. Um, <laughs> um, you I'll great... tell you what's the costume I wish I could wear. Joyce Byers as a, as one of two counterparts, <laughs> but I couldn't. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, what if he wore... I'm trying to think of a different David Harbour costume that he could have worn to make it offensive. But Hellboy. <laughs> yes, he could have got a Hellboy. Or a, in his most recent one, um, oh, a, gritty, a gritty vigilante Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, they are doing that. Better watch out. Or is that a different one? I don't give a shit. Oh my god, some of the one-liners in it are dire. It's like I, you're getting cold and you're stocking. <laughs> terrible. I have no time. Um, I do have time for a single minute with Bruno Kirby talking about Frank Sinatra. 
you know, they, they don't understand life. You know, when you've loved and lost like Frank has, um, you know. When you live the life that Frank has, you know. Fucking limey. You don't get it. <laughs> it, it is the perfect transition between, you know, people loving Brits and then people loving Frank Sinatra. Mm. The demands about the bread. Um, it does disturb me, but I will rise above it. And the, the little specific... Can't, you can't let it mess you up. You can't let it mess you up. I'm going to do a great show tonight. The specific bit of the half Oreos that like are clearly another thing that they've demanded that they've had to bow down to. I will only eat the black bits of the Oreos. Um, Nigel not being able to get back up after he uh, uh, bends down to the floor and uh, <laughs> crunches up. The amp talk. Now, this is new to you. Did you know that these go to 11 is like the um, I'll have what she's having of this film? Um, I didn't. But now that you said it, it does make perfect sense. That's like the biggest line. People say that all the time. And, and I think it is in 11. the I think I think it is in a category of when you watch Iconism, it, it's, still, it's yeah. still funny. It's still funny. It still works. Um, Derek, <laughs> Derek, Derek's pod not opening. Uh, during the uh, number heavy duty. <laughs> um, See, the thing is, I get so invested and I'm so on board with like the mm -hmm. stories they're trying to tell that I forget sometimes that things are just done for jokes. I was like, oh yeah, he's just he's coming out afterwards. It's <laughs> great stuff. Uh, the as a the bath interview with the current drummer. Do you have any fears for your life? Uh, Angelica Houston cameo as the set designer for the Stonehenge. <laughs> Well, this is. Uh, um, this well, you is asked you asked me for eighteen inches. Angelica Houston, what a what a wonderful woman! I love Angelica Houston. And then in the credits, the namesake series. I've got Deno Elliott reading T. S. Eliot, <laughs> which I would listen <laughs> That's to. So stupid. <laughs> What's the modern version of the t namesake series? Uh, like still reading like the poets I don't know I'm trying to think there's no fame there's no like poet named Ephron or Harbour or Chalamet <laughs> um you it'd be good if you if you did like first names instead Zendaya <laughs> <laughs> did we make an ASMR of me reading hip names <laughs> Sydney, uh, you Sydney could have, you could have um, read a pamphlet to Sydney um, advertising. Sydney Lumiere. <laughs> Sydney Lumiere. You know his name is Sydney Lumiere, not Sydney Lumiere. That would be be our guest. Sydney Sweeney can read anything. Um, Sydney Sweeney can read a good book. Oh, God. Uh, because we will be here for four hours you and i um you could have madonna reading um i'm ready from the perspective of the virgin mary in the bible have i told a you little, about a little book called the bible. the bible what's that from the goldbergs or superstore that's that's a that's, a, that's an original oh so you've got no one to blame <laughs> <laughs> Best line. Uh, or do you have any other single minute nominations? Um, I don't, because I want to go into best lines. That's fine. Uh, let's go back and forth. The authorities said unsolved. Best, best to leave it. 
Um, you can't really dust for vomit. We've had that one, but yeah, uh, it's like how much more black could this be? And the answer is none. None more black. Is there? I'm going to do black. this now. Spotify. Bet you right. Let's bet a fiver. If I type, what am I betting on? If I type in none more black, is there an artist who is named none more black? Clearly, as a reference to this. No. The answer is yes. No. They have dinners for suckers, everyday balloons. But under but... my feet oh there's legwork and you suck but your peanut butter is okay how do we know that that's referential to Spinal Tap that's my question none more black is definitely oh here's one is there what oh, here's, is there a band called Shark Sandwich on Spotify uh yeah yeah, there is, yeah. Fetus pie, dog song, I hate life, I want to die. <laughs> I could do this all day. What else? Um, uh, intravenous, intravenous de Milo. Yep, yeah. Torch, don't cry now, fall to pieces, my black heart. This is great, I could do this all this day. Is a, this is an endeavour for after the after we... I can't think. I can't think of any more. I, it's not like we can do this on every episode. What would the marriage stories won't be <laughs> young hot <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, uh, maybe it's not actually green. I don't know. Sometimes I wear it to sleep when he's talking about this shirt with the X with the rib X-ray. He's like, "This is um, what this is what they actually look like on the inside." But they're not actually green. No, they are actually. They are. Um, this is 1982, for God's sake. Exactly, um, it's 1982. How do Why you know don't you have me as uh, as Fran Drescher in um, your radio play? You should have written in a part of <laughs> Fran Drescher. I didn't know you had a Fran Drescher. <laughs> how do you know that? Did you watch The Nanny as a kid? I just know her. Or I is just, she in The Goldbergs? I, no. <laughs> no, I just know, I just... In fact, I think I I originally like heard an impression of her. I think I heard Sofia Vergara do her and on SNL <laughs> on the um, Being Quirky show with Zoe yeah, with, Deschanel. With, with Zoe. Oh, oh um, quirky. Zoe Deschanel, wonderful woman. Um, uh, a summer camp for pale young boys. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I just love it, David. It's a very lurid cover. Um. Dozens of people spontaneously combust each year. It's just not widely reported. <laughs> not widely reported. Um, they're like fire and ice, and I'm somewhere in the middle, you know, like lukewarm water. Um, <laughs> as long as there's, you know, sex and drugs, I can do without the rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last one is the patron saint of quality footwear. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, I've got I've got four. I've saved the best four till last. I've always wanted to do a collection of my acoustic numbers with the Royal Philharmonic, as you know. As you know. Uh, we are not going to do a freewheeling jazz exploration. Um, so when you play on stage, you feel like a preserve, preserved moose. And the best line ever said on screen 
Well, maybe we can just fix the choreography and keep the dwarf clear so that they won't troll upon it. <laughs> oh no. What a great film. I don't I, I like I'm I'm thinking about what's waiting for government. And I always say that it's my favorite. But watching this, I just it's absolutely perfect. In every what way. Was, what, what were your two changes then to segue? I've got them here. The cricket bat cutaways aren't that funny and don't feel real. They mm. feel they feel like like especially the one where he puts a cricket bat against somebody's head. It feels like they've set up a shot and filmed it. It's the only part that doesn't feel like a documentary. And that annoys me. I would me. agree with that. And I think it's it's either whether it like evolved out of an improvisational moment or not, it does feel like, oh, this is a good gag we've got and we're gonna like mm. stretch it. So, just but, like, as funny to just have him say, you never know when you need a good firm piece of wood in your hands. That is just as yeah. funny to have him just as a, have a cricket bat on his desk. <laughs> and I've also put here the metal detector scene, which like is funny, but also like doesn't make any sense if he was going to. Yeah, it's not made of metal. I thought it was going to be like a penis piercing. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. No. <laughs> that'd be good, wouldn't it? Oh. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I was really disappointed with uh, Victoria with Jenna Coleman because I thought Prince Albert was entirely different. No, the, um, <laughs> um, I think I have a, I would have like a request rather than a change, but to have more like fan interactions because I think that's what sealed. The, the deal in the beginning where it was like, oh, this feels real. It's like they've they've captured the essence of like, you know, the groupie culture. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, um I think it would have been funny to include that. But yeah, they're my only more. they're my only change changes. I think it's a pretty perfect film. It's pretty pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Uh, before we take our next break, best specific Halloween costume I put here, Billy Crystal mime, but people would just think you're a mime, so you'd have mime to carry is, around yeah. some food. A sign that says mime is money. A sign that says mime is money. Or you'd carry around food and then people would just give you, <laughs> just take the food. I um, I would like to pitch a specific Halloween costume. Um, okay. The second... Uh, Smell the Glove album cover. You just dress it all black. <laughs> That's pretty good, uh, but you'd have to describe it, and that does it, that does infringe on my biggest Halloween annoyance: people with costumes who are too witty and can't be seen to be believed. Yeah, I mean, I I did inadvertently become one of those people yesterday. Um, oh no, why? What was well, the I was Florence Pugh arriving late to the Venice Film Festival. Then that's their own for context. And like that's it was their a own good fault. If they don't know that, they should be ashamed <laughs> of themselves. Well, it was a good screening process when I was speaking to people because if they recognized and understood, then I knew off the bat, okay, we're gonna be good friends. And there was a woman uh, with long brunette hair. Uh, and dressed who, who, who in a in gets, a frilly yellow number, and I said, "I'm staying away, well away yeah, from you." Keep away, yeah, keep away, get away. Don't you? Well, she would keep she kept away from you the whole time. Um, oh, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde's going to be in Babylon. 
Um, I'm very excited for Babylon. Babylon has already come and gone by the time this comes out. Babylon is either the best movie ever or the worst movie ever, and we're all excited about the next thing. All movies are dead, or there's an asteroid. Um, One can only hope. Either way, yeah. How do you think my next Halloween will go, Ryan? What, in general? Yeah, I, I mean, I know that tomorrow's Halloween. I sat alone, carved a pumpkin, ordered a Chinese. My family were on holiday. I sat alone. What, is this last year? No, this is yesterday and Friday. But that doesn't count because it's not Halloween yet. You are the master of your own destiny. Not really. I. What am I going to do, go out alone? Dressed as the Joker? <laughs> Oh my god! The worst vibe in the world: a man alone dressed as the Joker. No, no, because there's been no, like I'm, I've been Olivia, inundated I'm Olivia Wilde from the press tour for "Don't Worry, Darling." Tom, you're in Wakefield dressed in drag alone. It's not going to go down well. No, the <laughs> you should do a Facebook live. Um, oh, with our with forty-two a... followers, yeah, consist of ten of the guests. <laughs> Well, or we'll do a Facebook Live from your personal account and just who do would, some like spooky, spooky numbers. Who would watch, watch it? it? All the people at parties? You wouldn't. You'd be too busy Florence Pewing. You'd no, because you'd be too busy Pewing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we we can keep it classy on this pod. Uh, no, actually, all of the the celebration was done this weekend because Halloween Day is actually Monday. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? Maybe no. But not no. not an issue for our unemployed friend, do we? <laughs> yeah. This is like literally the worst time in my life for the the unemployed friend meme to become a meme. <laughs> like this is all over Twitter. Your that's unemployed the... friend at two p.m. on a Tuesday. It's you and Wakefield watching. It's me. It's me and Wakefield. It's me and Wakefield sat waiting for the for my fourth podcast in a row to be cancelled. Will cancelled one because his friend no. David had to cancel one because he's in a production. You cancelled one. Who else cancelled one? I, I didn't cancel. I postponed. And yeah, I'm but, here. No, no. Everybody's postponed. Everybody's postponed. The name of my new one-act play. We're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about a few fun facts and talk about some questions and probably talk about a litany of misery some more. <laughs> Uh, I'm Thomas Carruthers. No, we're not starting. This is the third fact. Oh, <laughs> God. A few fun facts, Rean, wouldn't you like to know? During the metal detector scene, the background voices making the announcements of the PA are the band members without their English accents. You mean to tell me that they're not British? <laughs> Who are you, my father? When asked on Twitter how Derek came to be wearing a Shrewsbury Town football club jersey, Harry Shearer said, well, he's American. I was going to do Derek's voice. That was me hanging around London and see, uh, seeing a selection of football jerseys at a corner stand. The Shrewsbury one caught my eye since Derek dreamed of, like Sir Elton, buying a team but couldn't afford a Premier League one. Um, Rob Reiner was going to be one of the band members Uh, he ended up directing after Harry Shearer said he didn't look good in spandex that's just rude I know, oh Uh, sorry how is someone with the name Harry Shearer not British (laughs) Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest well no, Christopher Guest Harry Shearer You you know that Christopher Guest is like a lord 
Lord Christopher Guest. He's the fifth Baron Harden Guest. <laughs> he's no. American. He's a yeah American. Harden Guest. Oh, you hello. <laughs> Um, succeeded by uh, his seat was abolished under the House of Lords Act 1999. <laughs> That's just perfect. Uh, do you know who he married in 1984? No. Good year for Christopher Guest. Makes Spinal Tap and also marries Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. <laughs> and they're still together to this day. That's sweet. It is wonderful, yeah. It's very, very Have good. you seen the compilation of all the time she says trauma? Trauma, trauma. Trauma, yeah. trauma. trauma. This is a movie about trauma. Generational I, trauma. Have you seen the video where she goes, and I've seen the trauma video, but we also made a fuck ton of money, so joke's on you. I love Jamie Lee Curtis with all my heart, but these three, these past two Halloween movies have killed me inside. That's beside the point. Um... Uh, the name of the character Sir Dennis Eaton Hogg uh, is a reference to Sir Michael Lindsay Hogg, who uh, pioneered video production for the Beatles. Now, you haven't seen Get Back. Are you a Beatles fan? Uh, it's interesting you ask because I, I'm not. I'm a Beatle myself now. Um, are we all really? At the end of the day, um, no, <laughs> aren't we all the walrus? No, um, I hadn't really, like, actively listened to them. But then Asa was like, well, I think that you would be a fan if you actually gave it a go. So they made me a playlist um, of what they consider to be the best Beatles and Queen songs in a playlist, <laughs> <Okay>. called, <laughs> in a playlist called Queetlemania. <laughs> and, I mean... Now, like on a on a on a real listen, I mean, I have obviously heard pretty much all of them because there's such a monolith in the UK, in UK popular culture. Mm. Um, I would I would never go as far as to say that I'd be a stan, um, but obviously the music is just like the soundtrack to everyone's life you know uh i'm just gonna send you my beatles playlist that's all that's what you need sorted there you go <laughs> uh what have we got here um you sent me this, this photo <laughs> rob Ryder, christopher guest and michael mckeon were given ten thousand dollars to write a script they made a 20-minute version of the film to better demonstrate the improvisation they had in mind. Several scenes from the demo are in the finished movie. Um, I've got one fun fact made for you, and I've got one fun fact about Norwegian uh, film release. What, what do you want first? Let's go Norwegian. In Norway, the film was released direct-to-video over two years later. The title was changed to Help, We Are In The Pop Business, a spin on the Norwegian title for Airplane. Help, We Are Flying. Um, <laughs> the poster showed a guitar. Sorry, a I, I immediately need, like, a carry-on, uh, like, style thing is, yeah. where we take every popular movie and we put it 
<laughs> into the Norwegian ad packaging. I don't have my Blu-ray collection with me. I love playing the random game of grabbing one. Uh, I'm going to well, do... Get, get one of your lists up, and then I will give you a help. Carruthers. Ideally something that I have seen. Okay, Carruthers, Legacy and whoever. Pick a decade. Uh, 90s. Pick a number. Seven. Teen. <laughs> Um, okay Uh, so this list has 15 movies in it okay Uh, seven (laughs) yeah you did that took you a long time to realise that 17 okay okay it's Rushmore have you seen Rushmore um no but I I think this will make it funnier okay help we are president (laughs) okay so it's nothing about (laughs) I knew you were. This is excellent. Um, this, this is a we film about... We are founding fathers. This is a film about um, Jason Schwartzman falling in love with his teacher, uh, directed by Wes Anderson in 1998 and ending up in a love triangle with Bill Murray, who's Hell, another person. This is a statutory sexual offence. <laughs> they don't do anything. This isn't licorice pizza. <laughs> Great movie. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is the game. You guess the film. Help! They're on a boat. Titanic. Yeah. Okay. Bad game. <laughs> Help! We're gangsters. Um. Uh. Straight out cold. Goodfellas. <laughs> no, I don't like this version. Let's look back. Help! My <laughs> wife is Laura Linney. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give another clue. Hell, my wife is Laura Levy, and she wants to keep <laughs> selling me things inside of my reality. Hell. Same film. Hell. I fell in love with <laughs> Natasha McClone on a beach, and then there was a little bit of rain. Hell. I'm trapped inside of a town and they keep making things up so I stay in the town. <laughs> Help, I'm afraid of the sea. Castaway. No. No. That's not why I couldn't leave. No, that's not why I couldn't leave. Help. <laughs> I'm trying to be a serious actor. The room. <laughs> this is all Ed Harris's plan. Good <laughs> The Truman Show, really. Wait, that was all the same movie? That was all The Truman Show. Okay, now I get that the town is making things up. <laughs> you didn't get it from help. My wife is Laura Linney. No! Um, Mick Fleetwood played with the tap. Um, uh, They were at Glastonbury in 2009. Wow, Um, 2009, great. Actually, no, bad year for celebrities because a lot of big artists has died. In 2009? MJ? Prince? No, No. 2016. (laughs) Michael Jackson died. Um... No, I swear more people died in 2009. 
When did Amy yes, Winehouse I'm, die? You know, when you Google people who died in 2009, lots of people are going to come up, Ray. No, but I'm thinking of specific people. 2009. Dead people. Ricardo you know when... Montalban. Yeah, Ricardo. Don't mock Ricardo Montalban. Ricardo Montalban is great. Michael well, Jackson. Farrah Fawcett um... died in like the same. Oh, Sir Patrick of Swayze. Patrick Swayze died. Yeah. Brittany Murphy. Oh, that's actually sad. I mean, they're all sad. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Natasha Richardson. Yeah. David Carradine. John Hughes. B. Arthur. This is really sad. We need to stop this game. Who am I thinking of that died? Are you thinking of 2016? Oh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Terry Wogan. Prince. Mm. Mm. Terry Wogan, the most influential. Um, yeah, no, they played with at Glastonbury in 2009. Jamie Cullen played a song with them, and uh, Jarvis Cocker came on to play Big Bottom. Oh, incredible. Uh, Jarvis Gallagher. Cocker, I've only, I only know through like his stupid cameos in other movies. And by that you mean... His one cameo in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox and the Goblet, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh, yes, he is in the Goblet when of Fire. When they're on the, the Radiohead yeah. and the Weird Sisters. Yeah, yeah, with Incredible. Tom York of Radiohead. Yeah. Um, put a pin in that. Just around like an angry troll, could learn to rock and roll, and then the, the, like a crazy elf, dancing by himself. You'd love it. I would love it. That should it. be an honourable mention for Soundtrack Corner this episode. <laughs> that's the reason we can't do the Harry Potter movies because when it that's the reason. No, because when it comes to because when it comes to Goblet of Fire, I would just talk about that for an hour. Um, <laughs> Liam Gallagher and Noel Gallagher of Oasis once went to see Spinal Tap live. Uh, when they performed, however, they did a opening act as the Folksman, which is their uh, folk group from A Mighty Wind. 2003, Liam was bored with the folk music, so his brother explained that the folksmen were played by the same actors. Liam became distraught as he realised Spinal Tap was not a real fan. Um, Liam became distraught. I love that. You're not going to like it as much as you're going to love this. Mm. You know, I said I had a fact for you. It's about Harry Potter. <gasps> J.K. Rowling, your favourite person in 2007. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, author of the Harry Potter book series. Cited the movie as an inspiration for the unfortunate events that cause all Defence Against the Dark Arts teachers at Hogwarts to leave the job before completing a school year. For our audio listeners, Rean Holmes has left. It's probably because, above all things, uh, she's she needs time to think of a statement about uh, J.K. Rowling that isn't too positive. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember a scene where Remus Lupin spontaneously combusted. Do you? No, maybe it was in the ink. The woman's a hack. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was in one of the Robert Galbraith novels. Uh, me and my friend Will love to say the phrase Robert, Robert Galbraith. Galbraith. And there's no way to mispronounce it because he's not real. 
Oh. Oh. He, he's not real. <clears throat> oh. now, the, what? <laughs> I don't know. It was supposed to be like baiting her to get angry about terrible things. Oh, did I misgender you, Joanne? Yeah, did I misgender you, Mr. Galbraith? <laughs> Uh, like I, no one's even thought to have that conversation she's so worried about people posing as women she, she's no, what's this, I have, what's I have, this I in have, water no, stones I have no problem if people I want people to enjoy my spy novels that everybody definitely knows is me <laughs> Do you remember when people didn't think like there was a whole thing about for the, after the first one? Is it her? Did you ever read the Casual Vegans? No, I did not. And also, like the point that she made about using a pen name, so because the the fears of like people not wanting to buy books from a female author, that is a very legitimate um, qualm to have in the noughties. But she then went on to be the most famed, wealthy author of all time. She didn't you write mean to Robert tell me Galbraith before she wrote Robert Galbraith after Harry Potter? No, I know, but I'm talking about reducing the name Joanne Rowling to to, oh, um, to J.K. J.K. What does because the case publishers stand for? Uh, Kathleen? Mm. Um, you can tell that <laughs> that I'd. I had an extensive knowledge. Yeah, you do. Um, you, if there's something to be said from this, something podcast, never leaves you. You love, <laughs> loved. Um, this is why it's so it's so hard for me to talk about, even though I find a, a way to in every conversation. Um, yeah, like that was a legitimate, like you know, adversity. But then she went on to make all this money, and then was like, well. You know, they're just going to think of me as the woman that wrote Harry Potter. No, they're going to think of you as an author. As the woman who wrote it, Casual Vacancy. <laughs> but, like, surely, you know, if you market something as, like, oh, yeah, it's the woman who wrote Harry Potter, but, like, it's for adults, then people mm. would be like, oh, interesting, Let, let's see if she's any good, rather than, oh, I'm going to take on this male unknown alias that no mm. one actually cares about. Also, Cameron Strike. It's a real name. That's that's more wacky than some of the names in your fantasy books. It's actually um, it's actually a, an anagram. You twist the letters around, and oh. it's um, you know, cisgender. <laughs> these are some of the names. These are some of the names in the casual vacancy: Miles Mullison, Crystal Whedon. These are worse. Than- no, I think you're. Um, I think you're still on the the drummers. From Spinal Tap article. <laughs> Little Barry, segue back. Barry Fair, brother. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. good. Let's old. drop this. While Let's it's drop this. Not hot. Hot. The Tom's big question. Uh, do you prefer the Thamesman, the Flower People, or Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap. I mean, yeah. yeah. I prefer the originals. Uh, yeah, it's a little uh, B-side. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, Cups and cakes. Um, do you prefer pop, look and listen or jamboree pop? <laughs> I pop, like look pop, and look listen. And listen. Uh, 
The credits state that the band Spinal's up is fictional and add, there's no Easter Bunny either. Do you think anybody Aww. watched this? Uh, do you think anybody watched this and found out about the Easter Bunny that way? Your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know my story about my sister. The one we talk about. No. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> she, Before her demise. At the hands of DK No, um, as of the 30th of October 2022, Tom's sister is alive. Oh. <laughs> Rest in power. Her and Fred Willard. <laughs> You know what's really sad is that when, you know, if, if Christopher Guest died, is that I'd do a lovely Instagram, um, you know, memorial and you'd post it. My sister died. But now, come up with a few words. She never made a mockumentary, though, did she? No. No. I think you'd read something at a funeral about how she refused to watch It's a Wonderful Life because it's in black and white. <laughs> she did hate It is Wonderful Life. What she never realised from that film... <laughs> <laughs> and then I pause, look at the coffin, and you never will now. <laughs> it actually was a wonderful life. <laughs> Oop. Oops. Rian, uh, I think I know the answer. Are you excited for the other Christopher Guest movies? I very much am. Um, I, I think this is a really strong medium, and like I say, I'm excited to see uh how it's flourished and taken on new forms since i'm kind of blowing our load best in show is the one that everybody thinks is the best i disagree i think waiting Sorry, for government what? is the best <laughs> i think waiting for government is the best maybe it's just because i love the character of corky st Clair, and maybe it's because it's about an amtram theater company um, yes i think this is going to speak to me in ways that the others have not so far. Um, Catherine O'Hara's in it. Do you love Shit's Creek? Uh, I've seen like the first, I want to say, six episodes. So that means not grab, no, not or else you would have really, watched it. really grab me. Yeah. Uh, Eugene. But she's, up, she's fine. Catherine. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Very good. Middling, middling reactions on Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. What? <laughs> <laughs> Rian, please. It's my Eugene Levy. Um, That's good. Thank you. Is, sure. is Catherine O'Hara the mother? Yes, she is. That's great. And the, I don't know. <laughs> you're not allowed to do an impression. This is my firm and fast. You know my rules about impression. You know my rules about impressions. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do it. You're not allowed to do You're impressions. You're not allowed to do it. You're not, you know my rules about impressions. Have you seen me <laughs> belittle somebody before about doing... I don't know. who I've would do seen you belittle everyone every day. What's a, what's the worst belittling I've ever done? This oh is God. the end of the episode. We don't have time for that <laughs> list. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think myself. What... Um, The one that sprang to mind just now, oh, I realised in retrospect, you you actually won the day. Um, <laughs> and it was when uh, me and Lauren were bonding over our uh, love of a certain cancelled artist's covers of Billy Joel, to which you said, <laughs> that is 
shite. That is the worst <laughs> music I've ever heard. Lo and behold, a year and a half later, uh, yeah. said artist is currently going on trial for sexual assault. This so, is wonderful. Age like fine wine. And you were talking about Kevin Spacey's covers of uh, John Lennon. <laughs> No, 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 you weren't. Uh, yes, that was, oh, that was good. That was a good day. Uh, that is a great moment. And their terrible Randy Newman cover. Awful Randy Newman cover. I remember the exact phrase you said, which was, but it really suits his husky voice. So, I don't need that. That's wonderful stuff. Who knows? We know. We know. You know. You know what they say. Uh, you know, two is a coincidence. Six is a consistent, <laughs> systematic. Yeah. Uh, it's wonderful stuff. Let's end on a happier note. Um, Christopher Guest, Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you for letting me be sunglassed. Your Christopher Guest. <laughs> Once again, no, no, not happening. Not, not, not allowing it. Uh, everybody can tune out. Everybody can drop off, but we're going to come up with a better title ending. Um, How about uh, you audio describe for the listeners what I'm about to do? Don't leave. Don't leave. She takes her sunglasses off slowly, surely, efficiently. Stares into the camera. She salutes. With her, oh, it's her, she salutes down, her left hand. She she winks. That's the third form of goodbye. She stands, she leaves. She's wearing her AirPods, so she can still hear everything I'm saying. Until she goes into the kitchen, because AirPods sometimes break off. Have you ever noticed that sometimes your AirPods can do a whole like ten meters, but then suddenly you move two meters and they black out on you oh god i'll put that in my stand-up airpod material <laughs> she comes in from another oh god rian just came in from oh. the other side thank you rian we'll be seeing you again we do have waiting. fun we do we'll be seeing you again always a pleasure well, yes, it is. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you again. Yes, we'll <laughs> see you for uh, waiting for Guffman. Guffman. Guffman, indeed. Yeah. <laughs>